What is going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by the Pacific Ocean, lava, Australia, a geologist, magma, diamonds, waterfalls, Mount Everest, and the ozone layer. Man, I'm in a bad mood today, guys, uh, for no reason, actually. It's one of those things. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but for whatever reason, I woke up today and I chose to be in a bad mood. <laughs> I wish I wasn't super negative. Everything, like everything I think about, I'm just like, fuck that. That's dumb. That's lame. I feel like I'm fucking 14 years old again and everything's fucking stupid. Man, everyone's against me, dude. Fucking legalize weed, man. Anyways, shout out to Captain Six Crazy Meatball Head, Infamy, Dick Maximus, Baba Booey, Tommy Solomon, and whoever else might be in here lurking uh yeah it's just a cold shitty winter day right now something stuck in my eyeball of course when i start the podcast just another thing to add to the to the woe is me attitude today i'm happy to be here though it should be a fun friday it's actually kind of annoying because i'm going to a birthday party uh in a few hours and i gotta try to shake this bad mood i don't want to go out there being a debbie downer but Whatever. It's like every little thing is just pissing me off today. Maybe you guys can relate. Uh, oh, yeah. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. I was sick uh, last weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Monday, I felt better. Tuesday, I skated. Wednesday, I didn't feel good. And then yesterday was Thursday, and I didn't. I didn't even feel good yesterday. And in here today we are. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just recovering. Maybe I got COVID. <laughs> no, I don't have COVID. Uh, as far as topics today, this is probably going to be a short podcast. Probably going to make it about 25, 30 minutes. Because I only have a couple of topics. So let me first <clears throat> start by telling you guys how my week was. The Revive team came to town. Hope I don't leave anyone out. Andy Schrock, uh, Sam Tabor, Brian was in town, but I didn't see him. Hunter. Um, oh, no, dude. This guy, Cody, Brett, and I feel like I'm leaving one person out. I don't know. Daniel was hanging out. Anyways, a lot of skateboarders were in town. Got to hang out with them. <clears throat> they dragged me out to the Las Vegas Strip, which is where all the big fancy glamorous casinos are and i'll tell you what <laughs> the same way my grandpa would say las vegas has really gone downhill dude you go to these casinos right to say to stay at some of these casinos it's like ten thousand dollars a night some of them are really nice there's rooms that are like fifty thousand dollars a night really nice luxury suites with like um, jacuzzis and pool tables, multiple levels, like a two-story, like, hotel room, all these luxuries, fucking chandeliers, piano, special bars, everyone has got a tie on in these nice casinos, and then you go outside, and you're, <laughs> you're suddenly in Juarez, Mexico, <laughs> it's terrible, dude. You go outside, and, uh, bro, there's this big 
fountain. I explained this yesterday for the live stream. There's this big fountain. It shoots out water. It plays like Frank, Frank Sinatra. It plays these old songs from the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Just like give you that, that vibe like you're, you're a mobster or something. And these fountains go off. It's like fountains. They're shooting. Like the waves are dancing. Water guns are going off everywhere. Light shows are happening. It's all like animatronically made to look like everything's in sync perfectly. And it's this nice tourist spot in front of the Bellagio that you go and you take pictures. Right? Some people take their wedding photos there. Really high class sort of uh, entertainment. And then you turn around and you see a guy shitting on the ground. You see another guy cooking hot dogs uh, on a one-inch grill off the ground with like a car battery. Uh, you People are selling balloons. Somebody's handing out prostitute cards. Like call this number. Some chick will come to your fucking hotel room and suck your dick. Prostitute cards. You got a whole mariachi band, which by the way, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. Than listening to uh, Frank Sinatra and listening to a mariachi band at the exact same volume at the exact same time. I love that. I'm sure everyone loves it. Everyone who travels from across the world to experience this, I don't know, this this marvel of human engineering to where they can make these this water show interact with this music. They must be so impressed that at the same time, they have some homeless guy shitting trying to sell them a cigarette. Dude, the city is such fucking trash. Oh, and my first thought, by the way, everything that's happening is illegal. My first thought is, oh, like if you were a police officer, you want to know how I know there's no quota, right? Everyone says like, oh, at the end of the month, all the cops are trying to get their quota. You want me to tell you how I know there's no quota? Because if any cop on any given day, wanted to make 600 arrests by himself, he would only have to go to one place. And he, he would get out of his car, take three steps, and arrest someone. Then take them to jail, come back, he'd go, park in the same place. Now he would take four steps and arrest someone. Then he would go to jail, then he would come back, then he would take five steps and find another illegal activity happening. Um, you know, mere feet from the Las Vegas trip. By the way, uh, three people were stabbed last week at this exact same location. I looked to my left. I looked to my right. No. No police officer anywhere. Nowhere. And you want to know how I know that there's never been a cop there in the past month? I made this uh, example last night. There used to be a time where in public, let's say you're smoking weed. Let's say weed's illegal. It's legal now, but let's say it was illegal. You smoke the weed. You look behind you. You tell your buddy, hey, watch my back. You look behind you again. You like you, you scan the horizon, okay? Like, no cop cars. No cop cars. Anyone look suspicious? No one looks suspicious. No cops? No undercovers? Okay, no one behind me, right? You got my back? Okay. C cover up. Cover up. Cover up with the jacket. Smoke the weed. Blow it out. Look around. Okay, cool. We got away with it. Meanwhile, you can actively be masturbating 
in front of children. And there's no, there's no, no one even has, like, there's no concern that you'll ever get in trouble. That's how it is today. There was a, there was a time when like crime was like, oh shit, I don't want to get caught. Now it's almost like a game of chicken. Like, like who can jack off in public the longest? My record is eight hours. No cop even showed up. I just, my dick just got sore. That's why I stopped. The record for masturbating in public while taking a shit, eight hours, not a cop in sight. Yeah, I think they they wonder like, oh man, the, the tourism, tourism rate is going down. I wonder why. I get it. Mental illness and homelessness is a problem. That's cool. And I, I, don't, I don't, I know it's not a great, um, it's not going to solve the problem to simply push it under the rug. But I would say that it would be better for the city as far as like revenue for there to be like, I don't know, uh, masturbation and public shitting free zones to where that's not allowed to happen, right? There should be zones where illegal mariachi bands next to people cooking hot dogs on the ground, that that they should move that one block away. They say, you know what? Listen, I know you've been jacking off here for your entire career. I know. I know that you've been shitting in public for a long time and stabbing tourists. I, I don't want to stop. Listen. I want to stab tourists just as much as you, but can you please? <laughs> I want to stab tourists just as much as you. Holy shit! But can you please move it over like a quarter mile? Go stab tourists over there. You guys selling hot dogs off the ground. You guys go over there, and this football field-sized stretch of street will just be for tourists to enjoy themselves without being cummed on. Listen, you can go over there. Go over there, that's fine. I'm not saying that I saw a guy jacking off. But I'm not saying I didn't see it. Um, okay. To be honest, I'm also a part of the problem. Because, here, okay. <laughs> I hate I hate to take responsibility for my own actions. Um... I was a part of the problem because I went into the bushes and peed and I pissed. You want to know what the what the issue was? I felt no danger. I felt like there's no way I'm going to get in trouble doing this. And part of it is like uh I heard it once called like the broken window effect or like the broken window syndrome. If you walked past a house that already has a bunch of broken windows, there's nothing stopping you from picking up a rock and breaking a window because you're just breaking more windows. But whoever's the first one to break the window. Those are the ones who are nervous, right? That's kind of how I look at the Las Vegas Strip, right? Like, of course you have no fear of stabbing people or doing drugs or selling drugs or selling food illegally or pissing everyone off with an annoying mariachi music. Of course you wouldn't be afraid because everyone's doing it. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's almost like even if there was a huge raid, let's pretend a helicopter flew over, a bunch of SWAT team fell down, fucking bunch of trucks ran up. They still wouldn't have enough people to arrest everybody. There's nothing. So, you know, it's got me thinking, what am I doing? Why am I sitting here doing a podcast when I could be out there selling beers with no, with no vendor license and I could be making a couple hundred bucks a day? What am I, what am I thinking? Enough about that. Uh, this all happened with the revive team. We had a great time. Uh, hung out with those guys. We went to dinner. I had a mushroom taco. 
Sounds weird. I loved it. I've been trying to get out of my element a little bit as far as eating things. So I ate more lettuce uh, on Wednesday. I ate more lettuce in one meal than I've ever eaten in my life. And it was great, dude. I had this uh, Mongolian like lettuce-wrapped beef. And then I had these Caesar salad wraps, which were really good. Um, we got to hang out on Fremont Street for a little bit, which was great. Drank some beers. Did a habanero pickleback. It's a pickle juice with a little bit of habanero in it. Jameson. Hanging out with those guys was really fun. Got some skating done. I skated on Tuesday. Those guys were here for three days. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I skated only on the first day, Tuesday. I skated really good. (laughs) I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I'm so used to skating like shit. But something about uh, the weather was good and being around a group of... I don't know, a group of people that you enjoy being around, right? If I go to a skate park and I just look around, I'm kind of like cynical about everything. I'm like, oh, that guy fucking sucks. This guy's dress. This guy's trying too hard with his outfit. Uh, this guy can't. is pressure flipping. Ew. I like judge everyone, but being around those guys, you know, I get along with everyone. I like everyone. They're all skating. Like no one's no one's playing on their phone for half the fucking session. No one's. No one's jumping around dancing. Like, what what else happens at the skate park? No random game of hacky sack is happening. You know, no one's yelling about the chick they want to fuck, but they're, but they're not fucking them because they're hanging out with four dudes. Like, like no, it's just, it's just a group of guys skating together, trying to land tricks, trying to improve their hobby. Crazy. What a crazy thought for a skate park. No kid trying to treat the mini ramp like a fucking rock climbing wall. Whatever. Skated with those guys. I skated really well. So well, in fact, that I I didn't injure my back, but I really made my back super sore. So I uh, wasn't able to skate the next two days, which is unfortunate. But let's uh, let's be real. I wasn't going to land any street tricks anyways. They went to a couple of uh, spots where they were skating stairs and shit. Yeah, right, dude. I'm too fat. Can't do that. Anyways, after the strip, I had to Uber home. Because, you know, I was drinking, so I didn't drive out there. Which, by the way, that's it's not necessarily close to my house. It's kind of annoying. I spent 29 fucking dollars getting home. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, it's so weird. I sit in the car, and this guy goes, Steve, have I met you before? You're the Bitcoin guy. And I'm like, I assure you, I'm not the Bitcoin guy. Like, let's just <laughs> Let's just go home, man. Just drop me off. Oh, you're the Bitcoin guy. <laughs> he starts talking to me about Bitcoin. He turned out to be actually a really cool guy. But um, in the middle of the Bitcoin conversation, <laughs> he says, uh, he says like, he's he's making a scenario where someone's doubting him, right? He's like, yeah, like, I don't know. people think like, I don't know shit. And then he's like, this one motherfucker tried to test me. And then he gave me the greatest quote ever. He said, uh, he said, listen, man, first off, I'm my mama's son. And I'm not going to let you talk to my mama's son like that. <laughs> and it's just a phrase. Something about that phrase stuck in my head, and I thought it was so funny. Basically, he's saying, don't talk to me like that. But he's phrasing it in a way that it's now disrespectful to his mom. But it's also like such a poetic statement. I'll repeat it for you guys. I'm my mama's son. And I'm not going to let you talk to my mama's son like that. I 
I don't know. Wh- I don't know why that's so like. It's such a poetic statement to me. Maybe you guys can can put it into words better. You know, sometimes I have trouble putting my thoughts into words. But it's such an interesting way to phrase. Like basically, he's just saying, "Don't fuck with me, dude." Like I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I thought it was. It made me laugh. It made me laugh, dude. I really, I really appreciated that. Um, and then I, I got his Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, dude, if I have any questions on Bitcoin, I'll hit you up." And he's like, "Hell yeah, dude!" And then he followed my channel. Maybe he's watching right now, Robert. If you're watching, you're the greatest Uber driver uh, of the month of the year. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm so used to just getting in the Uber and like just playing on my phone. Like, okay, time to be silent. Uh, so, uh, where are you visiting from? I live here. First off, Uber driver's worst nightmare I've I've recently found, especially in Las Vegas. I don't know about other places because I don't Uber that much other places. Their worst nightmare is for me to say, yeah, I live here. Because then they go, oh, fuck. Now I can't take the long way. Because I'll, I'll be right. I'll be like, hey, uh, you know, the street's right here. We don't need to take the freeway all the way around the city, you know. Like, the street's right here. We, don't, we can actually avoid highways. And they go, oh, yeah, the GPS didn't tell me that. And then I zoom in on the GPS, and I'm like, no, it does. It tells you, it, told, it said make the next right, but you didn't. Oh, yeah, I must have missed it. You must have missed it. Cool. How long have you lived here? You piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not saying that happened in this scenario, but in the, <laughs> in the past... I've seen it happen. I was taking an Uber in Cincinnati once. I don't remember. Like, listen, I don't know how the street goes, but I looked at the map. I looked at the map on Uber because you can you can watch. You can you can look at the route your driver took. This motherfucker went across the river and then went across another river and then went back across that first river to get me where I needed to go. I'm like, bro, he gave me a bit. It was a big, a big you. Like it was like, I'm I'm the one like, oh, but the shortest. Well, actually, the shortest distance between uh, two points would have would have been to take the right fucking take the right street. You dumb fuck. And the whole time I was like, here's what I do when I'm a tourist, when I'm not in my hometown, I just trust the guy. I'm like, oh, maybe he knows. You know, maybe there's construction over there. Maybe you know what? Google Maps. Maybe that. What what do you know? Maybe there's construction. Maybe there's like, I don't know, uh, traffic that way. No, no. I watched this motherfucker go, take the next right. So anyway, Steve, how long are you in town? Take the next right. Uh, how long are you in town? Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Anyway, anyway, yeah, good weather we're having. Take the next right. Oh, we skipped that right. Oh, we must have we missed it. Okay, I'll get the next one. Take the next right. I w- see, you know what we need? We got all this artificial intelligence. I need, I need Google Maps. To just say, hey, you fucking retard, you've missed three exits. Turn right, you fucking dumb fuck. Rather than just say, turn right, turn right. That would make the world a better place. (laughs) Anyways, the Uber driver I met was super cool. Um, (laughs) Oh, Moving on, what do we got to talk about? Oh, Cameo. There's a website called Cameo. I haven't signed up for it yet. I want your guys' advice. I want your honest advice. Cameo is a website where uh, you would hypothetically pay me. You pay 
uh, social media people, uh, comedians, actors, uh, fuck, I don't know, who else exists, uh, singers, celebrities, you ask them to say something, and then they say it, like, for example, uh, I watched one recently of Quentin Rampage Jackson, uh, UFC fighter, pride fighter, legendary Hall of Fame fighter, for whatever reason, his price is very high, you pay him $88, I believe the price was, $88, and Rampage will, uh, you can say, hey, Rampage, my friend Jacob is turning 30 tomorrow. I would love if you could give him a birthday shout-out and also tell him that I'm going to beat his ass on Mario Kart. You type that in. And Rampage reads it, and then he looks at the camera, you know, whatever, and he sends you a video of him saying that. Hey, Jacob, motherfucker, I heard it's your birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Jacob, dude. But one thing that I, one thing you'll never do, you might be 30 years old, but you'll never beat Steve at Mario Kart. He's going to whoop the dog shit out of you because you always be picking Mario and you're supposed to pick Yoshi. Are you stupid? Happy birthday. End video. That's an example. I saw him do one the other day for somebody's uh, fantasy, uh, what do you call it, fantasy football. He's like, hey, what's going on, Michael? I heard you have a fantasy football team. Well, Steve is about to beat the shit out of your team because you picked uh, Brett Favre, and that fool sucks. End video. You know, so I'm just explaining to you what cameo is and my experience with it. I just saw Rampage do a couple of cameos. Now, I might sign up. Not that I'm famous or special, but I want money to be given to me. <laughs> if that's understandable, I'm sure you guys can understand that uh, <laughs> that aspect of life. I would, I would love to have more money at all times. So <clears throat> I was trying to think of a reasonable amount of money for you guys to pay me to wish you happy birthday or to make fun of your friend. Oh, your friend has fucking duck feet. He'll never kickflip. I don't know, something like that. And you, you type it out. You say, you say what you want me to say, and I say it. I, I was thinking a reasonable price. If Rampage costs $88, I would say, what do you think, $6,000 for me would be fair? $6,000 for like 10 seconds of talking? I'm joking. $4 is what I landed on. I think $4. You pay me $4, I wish your friend a happy fucking birthday. And I'll say it in whatever tone you guys would like me to say it. I could even sing a song with a weird high voice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think $4 is reasonable. That being said, I also stream on Twitch all the time. So you could also just talk to me. <laughs> you could just talk to me and then I'll say something funny. But Cameo seems like a solid investment. The reason I bring that up on the podcast is do you think that's a, f a fair amount? I guess that's a dumb question because I'm not going lower. <laughs> I'm not going lower than $4, okay? I have, I have that much self-respect. In fact, there might be a minimum. <laughs> Cameo might have a minimum amount. I might be, I might have gone below the minimum. <laughs> you know what? I don't need them. You guys can just donate to me on Twitch. Um, <laughs> anyways, I guess I was saying this because is this something that anyone would care about? So if you're watching this on YouTube, is this something anyone would care about or people in the chat room right now? Is this something that anyone might consider doing? Also, it's weird for me to like even bring it up because it's like a narcissistic kind of thing. Like 
I think I'm so special that you should pay me to read lines. See, saying it out loud makes it makes it kind of lame. Anyways, <laughs> Baba Boy says for four dollars, I might, I might consider it. <laughs> I might consider it. <laughs> like that's you're basically saying I might think about it. You could say I'll think about it, but you but you're not even guaranteeing me that you'll think about it. <laughs> You, you, you're, you, you're, you might, you, you would possibly consider. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> there's not even, there's not even a guarantee that you'll think about it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, four bucks to get Ninja to dick shame my homie. I will make fun of all your homies dicks. Four bucks each. Four, four dollars per dick. <laughs> okay. Anyways, cameo. Uh, next week, I'm buying a gun safe. I am slowly coming to terms with the idea that I'm not very safe with like the locations of my firearms. So I'm getting a gun safe, getting a really good deal. Uh, I'm going to get a 350 pound safe for 300 bucks. Um, it's also like, I've always thought of having a gun safe or like a safe in general. I've always thought of it as like, well, if someone breaks into my house, now they're not going to get my valuables. I've never thought of it in terms of like, oh, my friend brought his nephew over and some wandering ass six-year-old wandered into the closet and found some guns. So when, when I think of it like that, I think, oh, I don't need a gun safe for criminals. I need it for like, I don't know, also for, so I know where my guns are at. I don't, I don't, I have them in like different rooms hidden under like couches and, and clothing and bed, bed mattresses and shit. <laughs> like they're all just, they're all just scattered across the house. Like, like it's Easter. Like we're hunting for Easter eggs. And if you guys could see this current room right now, it's a really messy room. It's littered with boxes of ammo oh, everywhere. I'm like a hoarder. It's gross. So, 350 bucks. I'm not only going to become a slightly more responsible firearm owner, but I also will uh I'll lose I'll lose shit less often. Also, being organized is fun. I mean, I'm not organized, but having a a venue to be organized that'll be nice. So that's what I'm doing. 300 bucks. Uh, the issue is how the fuck am I going to get this shit into my house? Uh, my buddy Nick has a big truck. He's going to help me get it here. I have a dolly, but I don't know if it's like, <laughs> I might need to read the bottom of it because I don't know if it's rated for 300 pounds. Also, I can uh, I can take the door off of the safe. Also, I can learn how to break into safes. You guys remember I went through that little hobby when COVID started, where I was picking locks, I was a lock, a locksmith. I was a lock picker, like fucking James Bond. I have all these little tools and shit, which are technically uh, against the law in Nevada, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> all these lock picking tools. I can learn how to crack my safe. Joke's on me, though. It's digital. So suck a dick, you dumb fuck. Uh, next topic, gun safe. Oh, meth. You guys tried it? Have you heard about it? Have you tried it? Meth? Methamphetamine. I thought about this the other day. 
um, trying meth for the first time, and I thought, today's going to be the day. Let's go for it. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, the slang that people use for the term meth. I've told you guys this story before. I think I've even said it on the podcast. I was once at a um, – at a bar called Pandora's, and this guy came up to me. He's like, he's like, hey, dude, it's you again. I was like, hey, what's up, man? He goes, you know my friend Chris. And I was like, Chris, which Chris? Like, you know, Chris. I'm like, Chris from the park or fucking Chris from the apartments? He's like, you know, Chris. And I'm like, yeah, you, you, keep, you say it slower. It's not going to help me know who the fuck Chris is. I know a lot of people named Chris. Fucker. I know a lot. Of, Christopher? Like, what's his last name? What's Chris's last fucking name, asshole? You're pissing me off now. Chris, who lives on Shabby Lane? Shabby? Chris? Shabby Chris? Listen, man, I don't know your fucking friend. I don't know who your friend is. And then someone elbows me like, he's talking about Crystal Meth, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh! Why didn't you? Oh, Crystal Methamphetamine. Oh. No, thank you. I'll pass. I'm good. I'll take a beer though. If you're if you're buying, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so uh, I th- <laughs> I don't know what made me think of this interaction. That was like five years ago. Um, <laughs> what a silly fucking what a silly situation. Anyways, I thought to myself, what other drugs or even situations have funny slang like that and i thought about it (laughs) like hey man do you know my friend weed (laughs) you know weed stays on marijuana avenue (laughs) he's he's he has a pot in front of his house Hey, uh, you wouldn't happen to know uh, I'm going to have a Jack Daniels and Coke. You want you want a Jack and Coke, but without the Jack, just the Coke. Coke, which comes in a cane, a can, a cane, a cane of Coke. A cane. <laughs> Who stays on... Uh... Peru and Mexico gets over the border in San Diego. Cocaine. <laughs> what's, what's another one, dude? What's another drug? Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> heroin. What's a, what's another word for heroin? Hey, uh, you wanna? Hey, dude, uh, you wouldn't happen to know my friend jamming a needle in your arm? <laughs> you wouldn't happen to know uh, my friend who lives on that street that just had their pavement redone with black tar on the street? <laughs> oh, man. I should be a comedian. <laughs> Makes me laugh. As long as I make me laugh. Um, I'm my mama's son. Okay. I'm not going to let you talk to my mama's son like that. 
<sighs> Over by the rail yard. <laughs> rail. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Dude, one time, I thought of this the other day. I had a friend who skated named uh, Tuan. And uh, they all did meth. I've told you guys, when I was a young skateboarder, all my friends did meth. I never did it. Like, thank God. It, honestly, looking at them, it, it it was it was the only deterrence I needed. But uh, my friends used to all do meth. And I remember this dude, Tuan. One day, we were sitting... <laughs> We're sitting in the gazebo where like this covered area of the skate park with benches. You just sit there and hang out in the shade because it gets so hot here. And you're sitting there and this guy's like, damn, dude, like, let me hit the pipe. And this guy goes, shut up, man. Obviously, like, we all know that everyone's doing meth and shit, but uh, it's still like, you don't want to talk about it. You know, like, let me hit the pipe, man. He goes, shut up, dude. Stop. Stop talking to me about that. And he goes, come on, man. I can tell you're high as fuck. And he goes, okay, so now everyone knows. And I hit, Tuan said this word. He, he said this phrase, and I'll never forget it. It made me laugh so hard. He goes, well, now everyone knows. You might as well just tell everyone you look really methamphetamined out. <laughs> and I never forgot the phrase methamphetamined out. Because <laughs> he, basically he was saying, you're being so obvious. And then he sarcastically became over obvious. <laughs> By using the term methamphetamine out. I thought that was so funny. You might as well just fucking say I'm, I'm methamphetamine out. <laughs> that was great. Uh, the good news is all those guys are clean and sober now. I mean, they you would think they're either clean and sober or dead. That was 20 years ago. Glad I never got into that, man. In fact, I think at that period of my life, I was more like, I thought weed was really cool. I was like, oh, shit, dude, I'm going to smoke weed. Like, you want to hit the meth? No, 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 thank you. You wouldn't happen to have any weed, though, right? It's friends with Chris. His name is Weed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you guys want to win a free sticker pack? I would love to win a free sticker pack. Okay, cool. All you have to do is live in America and answer this question correctly. The question is, what do you call someone who studies earthquakes? Someone who studies earthquakes is known as a what? And you'll win. Stickers. Listen, what other podcast gives away stickers? Grog says Scientologist. I'm sorry, Grog. You are officially stupid. Baba Bui says Seismologist. Seismologist is correct. So Baba Bui, uh, send me a DM after the podcast with your address, and you will get a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack mailed directly to your house. Paul Miranda, a geologist. That's someone who studies rock. Hey, hey, we got any geologists in here? Anyone want to study some rock? Because after a while, the rocks, they start to, they start to crack. And then I call them crack rocks. Any geologists in here want to go to the bathroom with me? <laughs> Oh, in fact, I am a geologist. <laughs> Stan's dad runs in. I want to smoke crack. Uh, okay. No more jokes. What have I been watching on TV, on Netflix? I finished, um, The Patient. It was a roller coaster. I'm not going to say anything else because I'll spoil it for you guys. If anyone's watching it and they haven't finished it, 
it's a roller coaster. Now, uh, I watched number one on Netflix yesterday was a movie called Stutz, documentary by Jonah Hill, where Jonah Hill interviews his therapist. And I thought it was really good. That was really interesting. It was overly dramatic. There were some parts where you can kind of tell that they're trying to be really dramatic. It's called Stutz. S-T-U-T-Z. Stutz. So they're trying to really be dramatic. But other than that, it was really interesting. So interesting, in fact, I smoked a bunch of weed and I watched it. And I said, holy fuck. This is about to be insightful. So I grabbed my notepad. (laughs) I started taking notes. These are the notes I took from this shit. Because it starts off, it's like... Listen, I'm not, like, clinically depressed or anything, but who wouldn't want to be happier with your life? First thing they say is, like, you follow these three steps, your life will be happier and you'll be more successful. So I said, oh, bitch, let me get a pen. (laughs) Let me go get a pen and paper. And I wrote down all these things that I should do. I should invite more people to eat outside of dating. I should exercise more. I uh, I I should write more. I should not be negative to myself. I should look at my mistakes as having value. Um, I should I should look at my life in a broader sense instead of focusing on little things. I should be thankful for more more things than just what I say I'm thankful for. For example, you know, I'm thankful that I have a house. Thankful that I have a car. But you can go even deeper than those things because I repeat those all the time, you know. So then I go to bed, and I'm like, oh, damn, like, you know what, dude? Today was a good day. I'm thankful for my bed. You know what I mean? I'm thankful for a nice dinner. But uh, I don't get creative with the things that I'm thankful for. You know what I mean? Like, I can be thankful for little shit. You know, I'm thankful that I almost fell earlier, and I rolled my ankle, but I didn't roll my ankle. I turned my knee at the last second. Thankful for that. Thankful that it was cloudy when I landed that skating trick, and it made my, my footage come out good. You know, uh, little things. And uh, to, to, to try not to be thankful for the same thing twice. And I wrote down all these notes. And uh, I don't know. I think it's one of the few, uh, I don't know, documentaries that I, that I think I would watch twice. But also, I have a question for you guys. If you guys have seen it, or if you haven't seen it, go check it out. If, if, if that sounds interesting to you. Listen, I fr- it's, it was so powerful that I forgave Jonah Hill for making mid-90s. That's how good the documentary was. I thought I'd never forgive that man, but he made a documentary so good that I, that I now I've, <laughs> I've forgiven him for how stupid mid nineties was. <laughs> Anyways, it, I also have a question for you guys. Uh, is there any movies that you guys have seen that you think are similar? And if, if so, let me know what they are. The documentary is called Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. On uh, Netflix. It's probably, you could probably pirate it somewhere online. You could probably go and like, watch Netflix for free.net.org. Anyways, I watched that and I really enjoyed it. So, uh, I don't know. I watched it and it made me, gave me like a sense of like, okay, like it made me want to at least do something the next day. So, any little bit of motivation is some motivation. Also, today, man, I woke up in a bad mood. So, so now that I'm thinking about that and talking about that, I looked at my notes right now in my bad mood, and I feel like I can just look at these words and be like, oh, shit, 
Maybe some of these things I can do right now and I'll be in a better mood. But to be honest, just doing the podcast has already brightened my mood a little bit. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, last and final topic. Uh, something annoyed me, right? You guys know me, right? I'm an anti-vax guy. I fucking don't want to get vaccinated. COVID's dumb. It's fucking overhyped or whatever. <clears throat> uh, one of my favorite fighters of all time died a few days ago, Anthony Johnson. Anthony Rumble Johnson. I took a picture with him 10 years ago when I worked for UFC. He was a really nice guy. I always loved watching his fights. He had fucking dynamite in his hands, and he was built like a fucking tank. And uh, the Las Vegas news website, Twitter, said, R.I.P. Anthony Rumble Johnson, put a picture of him, and uh, the, the date, the date he was like born, and the date he died. And I said, oh, cool. Like, and I, was gonna, I clicked the comments on Twitter, hoping to, you know, just read... Read people's interactions with him. Because I did that on, on Reddit. And everyone's like, oh, I met him in uh, 2005. He was such a cool guy. Oh, I worked with him one time. I did this. Oh, he came to my gym one time. What a cool guy. I don't know. I just like reading those things, right? I've been reading a lot. So I click the Twitter. And the first one goes, the first comment is, who the fuck is that? I thought, that's annoying. Like, a person died that you don't know. That should be the end of your interaction. Oh, a person died. I don't know who they are. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't annoy you that a person died and you don't know who they are because news fucking flash a lot of people who have died. You don't know them. In fact, I would venture 99.9999999999% of people who have died. You don't know them. So <laughs> the narcissisticness of the person to be like, Oh, that person died. Ha. <laughs> I don't know them. Oh, I hope you fucking get hit by a car just so I can say I didn't know you. Oh, that made me so mad. The second comment said, said, uh, that's what you get for not getting vaccinated. He died from cancer. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it infuriates me, man. It infuriates me. Like that some guy died and you and you turned it into your weird like COVID agenda. Having no idea what really happened. You're like, oh man, nothing makes me more mad than people that invent facts. They invent facts. Here's the thing. If I would have responded to that person that wrote, he didn't die from vaccinations or COVID, you fucking idiot. He died from cancer. They would write, well, I didn't know that. Exactly. You, you didn't know, you don't know anything. So why, why did you offer anything? Having known the idea that you'd walk into a situation and know nothing and still be like, well, my opinion is definitely needed here and it's not going to be my opinion. I'm going to state it as a fact. Could you imagine? Like, can you imagine being that, that level of douchebag? I don't know. Anyways. That uh, that annoyed me. Just another thing that annoys me. <laughs> Alongside hundreds and thousands of, <laughs> of things on a daily basis. Oh, that's the podcast, guys. I uh, appreciate you guys for hanging out. We do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Stick around. We're going to do the post show where I'll hang out with you guys and uh, chat, maybe play some games, answer questions, just shoot the shit with you guys. 
Uh, generally, during the podcast, I don't interact with the chat so much. So if you'd rather hang out, then you guys can always show up before the podcast, after the podcast. I also stream here on Twitch on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. So come tune in. Give me a hell yeah for everybody in the chat. Extra big shout out to J-Rock and Keith Skates for resubscribing. Keith has been subscribed for 57 months also. Extra special birthday shout out to Keith Skates. That's right. One of our mods here in the channel. J-Rock subscribed for 32 months. I appreciate you guys for, for the support. Not everybody can support. Not everyone can send money. Although money is the best way to support. Send me money, you fucking assholes. If you don't have any money... It's easy to support. All you have to do is tell a friend about the podcast. Shout out to Dewick, Baba Booey, Paul Miranda, Grog, Captain Six Crazy, Tommy Solomon, Golden Jewels, Infamy, and White Fool. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. If you missed part of the podcast, you can always watch the repeat, the rerun on iTunes, on Podbean, and on YouTube, on iTunes, on Podbean. Did I say all three of those? And on the podcast app. So uh, do that if you want to. It comes out on Sunday, just in time for you to listen to it on your way to work on Monday. As I always say, appreciate you guys for being here. And it's, uh, it's the weekend's coming up, right? So be careful out there. Don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. All right. Good night. Listen, I'm only hanging out with Chris if he doesn't bring his girlfriend fentanyl. <laughs> oh, shit. Too soon. <laughs>